0: You're listening to The Dangerous Mind of Mark Yoshimoto-Nemkov. No excuses. No BS. No pants.
1: So what the fuck is going on? You know, in these United States, we don't consume food, we we inhale it. Obsessed with food, we worship the very act of sucking down plateful after plateful with a near-sexual fervor. We demolish meals the way tornadoes chew up trailer parks. Sure, you know, folks from other parts of the world claim they like to eat, but if you have grandparents and parents from the old country, whichever country that may be, you know well enough about the abundant meals and the singular vulgar pleasure of pushing yourself away from the dinner table while undoing your pants so the force of your fully expanded gut doesn't projectile fire the button on the front of your dockers like a bullet shot from a gun. Now, having attended my share of Jewish holiday dinners while growing up, I always wear protective goggles and a helmet, after a second helping a kugel, because nothing ruins Passover more than a detached retina. Fuck, man, we love to eat. But America, you know, all right, well, it, it's not what it used to be. Maybe we're no longer the all-powerful world leader in everything. Maybe our cars come from Germany or Asia. Or if you're talking about autos assembled here in the U.S. of A., most of the parts they're built from are made overseas. But I contend there are still two institutions we invented in this country that no other nation can come close to touching. Jazz, a purely American style of music, that is more out of touch with America's youth than the idea of pulling your pants up so I don't have to see your fucking underwear. I mean, Jesus Christ, you ever see the dopey looks on some of these kids with their pants cinched around their kneecaps? I was all for hip huggers before they became popular with girls, you know, a little bit too big to wear them without, you know, half their ass squeezed up over the top of their waistline, but, you know, hey, chub chub. If I want to see a muffin top first thing in the morning, I'll slap on a pair of mitts and pull oven duty at my local bakery. But I digress. The second institution is something I believe is so American that practically is a perfect thumbnail sketch of what this country is all about. Hell, you could even consider this to be the yin to jazz's yang. And by that I mean it's the kind of diametrical opposite to something that is often considered a cerebral form of art. I'm talking, of course, about competitive eating. Now please, and Wyoming, I'm talking to you. Don't misconstrue my words as meaning that competitive eating is dumb. But of course, if you have jazz, you need to have something to entertain the rest of the people. Look, do they have competitive eating in other countries? What about in China? Maybe they open up the doors of their local animal shelters and call it a buffet. All you can eat dim sum fucking poodle a la carte, motherfucker. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Everyone knows that dim sum poodle comes with egg roll. Now, you would think our love of competitive eating would be used by the terrorists to make other countries hate us. I even heard that Al-Qaeda tried to rile up some anti-American sentiment overseas by broadcasting the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest to the far reaches of Ethiopia. You know what? It actually inspired the Ethiopian people to rise up and create eating contests with their own local slant. The winner is the one who eats first. I believe the current record is three days. Hey, look, not to make fun of starvation. Unless, of course, you're talking about undernourished supermodels who think a meal is a handful of cotton balls dipped in lemon juice. Now that's fucking funny. But the fact is, and without going all sea biscuit atop my high horse, there are still countries in this world where people are starving to death. Shit, there are places in our own country, in big cities even, where poor people are starving to death. And we're making spectacles out of people stuffing their faces until they puke. Of course, look. Nobody likes to think of such sad things. That's why mindless diversions and distractions were invented. Oh, say like, uh, competitive eating. Now, the beauty of this kind of entertainment is you don't have to think about competitive eating. It's eating. It's about as primal an instinct as humans have next to fucking and defecating. Hell, I've known people who are so in tune with their lizard brain, they like to do all three at the same time. And let me tell you, it's not a pretty sight. And you can tell who those people are because they tend to go through a lot of bath mats. I don't know why. It's car wreck entertainment. You can't look away from a competitive eating contest any more than you can look away from two midgets fisting each other. But what I love is the pure hutzpah that surrounds competitive eating and compels it to now identify itself as a sport. I'm not kidding. It even has a governing body known as Major League Eating. I'm sorry. You cannot call this fucking idiocy a sport. Sport participants are otherwise known as athletes. Competitive eaters are athletes in the same way that Jeff Buckley is a swimming instructor. Competitive eaters are sideshow like the carnival freak who swallows swords. Except that dude doesn't have to crap out what he puts into his mouth. Though I bet after eating 60 hot dogs it feels like passing a two-handed broadsword through your colon. Unless you think I'm kidding about the 60 hot dogs thing. Five dozen in 10 minutes. Actually, 69 is the world record for consumption of hot dogs. A dubious honor that belongs to a dude named Joey Chestnut. You ever see someone swallow 60 hot dogs with no gag reflex? Damn, I bet if you moved the competition from Coney Island to Greenwich Village, you'd quadruple your event attendance. For fuck's sake. That's so many nitrates. If you died of a heart attack, they wouldn't even have to embalm you. You would already be preserved from the inside. But if you think that's messed up, just consider for a brief moment some other eating records I recently culled from the pages of the Major League Eating website. Seven quarter pound sticks of butter in five minutes. That's the mark held by some guy named Don Lerman. Seven sticks of butter? First prize should have been a Pulp Fiction heart syringe full of drain cleaner right to the aortic ventricle. And don't even tell me what it's like to take a dump after eating seven sticks of butter. I bet your bowl looks like the Exxon Valdez spill. It's a fucking BP disaster in there. It turns out the same Don Lerman guy also holds the record for eating six pounds of baked beans. Who's the sponsor of that event? Hanes? Winner gets a new pair of underwear? No joke. I actually heard that Don went a trip to Hawaii. Airfare wasn't included, though. He just blew himself all the way over. Now, how about this one? Twelve and a half pounds of asparagus. That was from a couple years ago, but I think I can still smell the guy's pee from here. But this one takes the cake. Three and three-quarter pounds of Rocky Mountain oysters. Holy shit, dude. That's the most balls in one guy's mouth since the last time the village people played Elton John's birthday party on Fire Island. Look, eating isn't a sport. It's an art. Personally, if we're going to judge people on eating, how about one where you get points for style? Now, I'm not talking about lifting your pinky in the air some kind of that hoity-toity putting on airs for the queen bullshit. You should get graded by how you look doing it, like, you know, surfing or freestyle skiing. But who am I kidding? The closest thing competitive eating will ever come to art is when some dude jacks and pollocks the floor after nine buckets of chili cheese fries. And speaking of, Given how every sport these days eventually gestates a more hardcore extreme version, when are we going to turn the volume up to 11 and see competitive eating X Games? Fuck, they should just go all fear factor and have a contest for eating the vomit from previous competitions. The winner will be crowned Grandmaster Chunk and be awarded the Technicolor Belt and the Golden Bucket. Oh, and don't look at me like that. You know it's coming. Look, what's going to happen in the unlikely chance that these guys live long enough to see their senior years, right? I'd like to see the competitive eating senior tour, 15 pounds of strained peas, or the senior circuit triathlon, which would be made up of competitive feeding tube and competitive diaper filling followed by competitive defibrillating. Clear? Oh, you laugh. But there's serious money in competitive eating. No lie, you know who is Major League Eating's biggest sponsor? Pepto-Bismol. I'm not kidding. That pink shit you drink when your stomach is all fucked up. Isn't that just beautiful? Pepto-Bismol sponsoring Major League Eating. It's like Budweiser sponsoring that TV show about interventions. Oh, I kid. But people love this kind of entertainment. Every year, come the 4th of July... I already know that at noon Eastern Daylight Time, I'm going to be in front of a TV set gawking at that Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, wondering why the fuck I keep doing it, while at the same time not being able to pry myself away. Now, watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show makes me want to jack off. Watching Joey Chestnut eat 16 Nathan's Hot Dogs still makes me want to jack off, but I put mustard on it first. Well, given this country's obsession with food and food overconsumption, I predict then 50 years, competitive eating will surpass baseball as America's favorite pastime. The Hall of Fame will be a drive-thru. Of course, competitive eating will have its own Babe Ruth, who may get his reputation from actually eating Baby Ruth candy bars. Or perhaps, competitive eating will have its own Billie Jean King, who'll have an endless appetite for bearded clam. Personally, I can't wait for competitive eating's Jackie Robinson. I bet the guy who breaks the color barrier won't be black or brown. He'll be a nice shade of purple from the 26 chicken wings he's fucking choking on. All right, before I go today, I got a treat for you. Alex Mercado wrote to me and he asked me about this song that I'd used in the audiobook for Shadow Falls Badlands many, many, many years ago. And I couldn't find it. He, he and I couldn't even remember the guy's names. And they finally came to me. Kevin Reeves. Hey, Alex, it's Kevin Reeves. Kevin Reeves. And the song is Redemption. It's a cool tune. Check it out. I'm going to play it right now. All right. So until next time, this is Mark Yoshimoto Nemcov, fading to black.
0: Wake up in a small town Just another day I see the sun The day's begun Now I'm on my way So many dusty roads i run down, searching for this place. Well, i chase the miles and face the trials, no matter what it takes.